If you're looking for a fun and easy lock-in theme, then stick around because that's what we're talking about today on the Ministry Coach Podcast. Welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast, the coach for the coachless in youth ministry. My name is Jeff Lascola. This is Kristen Lascola. And if you guys are looking for a fun, a super fun game or theme for a lock-in, that's what we're talking all about today. Yeah, I like to do one lock-in a year. That's it. So Get it over with. Yeah, you know you're just <laughs> going to do one and done. And so we don't do any just regular lock-in. It's a cool lock-in. <laughs> so I like to think theme it and we call ours the Glover Nighter. So it's not like it's like the overnighter, but it's glow themed. Oh, did I you see pick what that you up? Did there. I'm kind of a wordsmith. <laughs> you know, some of my dumb game names, I feel like they're made up for in this Glover Nighter. I think That's it's pretty a pretty good. good it name. is pretty good. So yeah, it's a glow in the dark themed overnight event at the church. And let me tell you it is a ton of fun and super easy. Mm. So I'm a fan of an overnighter rather than an all-nighter. Okay. Um, those are rough. What's the difference? Well, the all-nighter is when you go all night. Like you just play an event no after sleeping. event after event. No event. I mean, no sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it wasn't an event. <laughs> and then the an overnighter is where you do stuff till late, but then you actually sleep. Actually, this is the first year. Maybe we'll do this on another episode where I've combined the two mm. and I've cracked the code <laughs> and we're doing an all overnighter this weekend. So uh, I'll tell you guys about about that afterwards because well i don't know because i've never done it i'm just going to try it out so i'll tell you about it later so on this episode we're going to talk about how to do a glow overnighter so number one you need glow in the dark lights that's the hardest (laughs) part of this event I don't own glow in the dark lights. You mean like black lights? Yes, that's a better Obviously, way to I've say it. I've never that. heard of glow in the dark lights. <laughs> These lights aren't all, all lights are glowing. glowing in the dark. <laughs> dum dum. <laughs> you did crack the code on that one. <laughs> well, I'm back at square one. Dummy. Um, okay, glow in the dark lights, also known as black lights. <laughs> Everyone else knew what I meant. They're okay. like, Jeff, we know what she means. Leave her alone. It's been a long day. Okay. So anyways, black lights. I don't own black lights. I don't know how expensive they are to purchase, but the area that I need them for is rather large. Mm-hmm. So I would need to buy quite a few. So what I do is I just rent them for 24 hours and they're not that expensive. So I have a person I know that works for, he does like event, um, like concerts and stuff and he has them and he's willing to let me borrow them for a pretty good price. So look around in your area for someone who's an event planner or a party place or a concert venue thing person who does tech. I don't know. Somebody might have them. If not, Maybe this is your evergreen purchase for the year Mm. that we talked about on our tight budget episode. This might be something that you 
uh, save up to buy so you can do this next year. So once you have your glow in the dark lights, you're good to go. That's the what, hardest part. What size? Lisa I said are you it talking? again. Glow in the dark. Lights. <laughs> <laughs> what size glow in the dark lights? What size black lights are you talking about? How many? Like how many? You probably wouldn't need very many. And I mean, black lights come in all different sizes, so it's really hard to speak to that. Okay. You would have to kind of talk to somebody who knows black lights and like how like they actually do know things about like so like i'm coming from a space where i don't know like i've never done this before and i'm assuming a lot of other people haven't either yeah you're right so are you changing out light bulbs or are you, you actually can. bringing in lights so i'm actually bringing in lights okay so picture main stage lights yeah they're like what are, what's i don't know what those are called like they'll look kind of like spotlight things yeah okay and they're, they're black, black. and okay. so we hang them actually from like the rafters and oh, wow. like we get up on the lift and we hang them from the rafters so that they're then controlled by our light panel so that we can have black lights on house lights on okay. and the tech booth will change them for me. I'm assuming that everybody has that. <laughs> right. So you could just change out some light bulbs around the room. Okay. Um, you could get some hanging lights. You could get a bunch of lamps. I don't know, but you need black lights in your room. <laughs> so there's probably, it's hard to speak to because there's so many different contexts. Right. If you're just using one little room, you're going to have a really easy time. You can probably go to Walmart and get some black light bulbs, okay. you know, and do something like that. If you're using a large auditorium, you're going to need event sized black lights because you can't have like a thousand light bulbs, right. you know, around the auditorium. You know what I mean? So if you have a smaller youth group, then it's probably going to be easier to do because you can just do it in your you through mm -hmm. already. All right. So I usually charge the kids $7, which is a weird amount, but it really <laughs> works. We always come out on top at $7. I feel like it's a really cheap amount that you're going to get a bunch of kids and you're not going to lose money. So that $7 goes towards the black light rental or purchase. So if you're having to purchase these for the first time, you might have to charge a little more than $7. You're going to have to work that out with how much your lights are going to cost. The other things you need to buy are, and we'll link all this in the description. Yeah, we'll do a full shopping list for you. Yeah, and these are the things I buy every year for it or every other year. Sometimes I have enough to get two events out of it. Glow-in-the-dark face paint. Glow-in-the-dark balloons. Glow-in-the-dark dodgeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm saying the same thing. And glow sticks. So those are the four items other than the black lights that you need for your shopping list. And all of that's available on Amazon. You charge the kids seven bucks and that includes all the game supplies, the black light rental, and you want to add in money for food. So you can have your snack shack open. I'm going to keep bugging you about opening hmm. your snack shack, but you can also have pizza available. That's already included in the cost. So we'll just buy a bunch of pizzas that night and we'll do that at some point during the night. All right, here's the kind of schedule of how the event would work. So you tell students they need to wear all neon. Or white. Or white. I think neon's a little more fun yeah. for the picture. But everybody and, has white. But everyone has white. So you say neon or white so that they're going to glow, obviously. And then when they first get there, they're hanging out. They're having fun. Everyone's getting excited. And then we bring, when we start the night, the very first thing we do is paint their faces. So we have all the leaders up on stage with the glow in the dark face paint. 
for the love. Do not let them do this themselves. <laughs> it will be everywhere. It'll be all over them. It'll be all over the bathroom. It'll be on the walls, the floor, everywhere, <laughs> on the bottom of their shoes. And you'll be cleaning it up forever. Don't. Leaders only. So the leaders dip a sanitary brand new Q-tip into the glow-in-the-dark paint. They paint their face you can ask them what they want. We do tribal or hearts or dots or whatever. Um, there's a lot of cute things. We get a bunch of different colors. Once everyone has their face painted, it doesn't take as long as you think it does. If you have a bunch of leaders and they all have some this paint This isn't to like hold. Disneyland perfect paint, you know, for stage no, makeup. You're just like, doing it quick. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a triangle and a polka dot and, you know, just fun stuff yeah. on their face, right? And then you start the night. So the very first thing I like to do is a just dance. So I pick a just dance and we do it glow. So that's like the first time that everyone sees their face glow and they're looking at their friends and everyone's excited. Just dance. You get that through just the YouTube. Yeah. I just go to YouTube and my favorite one is, um, that's what makes you beautiful by, um, oh, oh my one gosh. direction, one direction. It's a four-person one. It's I wish so I wouldn't fun. have got that before you, but I did. Oh, <laughs> you're so cute. It's it's like the most fun one. It's old because that's an old song, but it's so fun. So we do something like that. And then while the kids are dancing, like when we start to get toward the end of the song, when it's like, all right, we've repeated this move a bunch of times. Now we start throwing out the glow sticks mm. and the kids are so excited and they're getting glow sticks and they're starting to break them and put them on. Um, as bracelets, you can give them the connectors and all that kind of stuff. So now everyone's excited and decked out. So then you're going to move into your first game. So you can do whatever order you want. We play glow in the dark, uh, dodgeball glow in the dark scatter ball. Cause you need the same game supplies and then glow in the dark purge. Mm. So um, say you're going to do the purge first. So you would hand everyone a glow in the dark balloon. And I think, you know what? I think there's such thing as glow in the dark bubbles too. That would be really <laughs> fun. Okay. So you hand everyone a glow in the glow in the dark balloon. Now I always second guess myself, or is it called a black light balloon? <laughs> okay. A glow in the dark balloon. Everyone gets one. They blow it up. We say regulation size is the size of your head. Okay. Mm. So don't be a little baby and like making the instant tiny, you know, like no one can get you out. So the purge is so fun. It's every man for himself or every woman for herself. And everyone has a balloon and people can just, the point of the game is to get everyone else's balloon popped without getting yours popped. The trick to this game is once your balloon is popped, you are out. You cannot pop other people's balloons because I've noticed people turn into raging animals when they have nothing to lose <laughs> yeah. and people have gotten hurt because if you're playing defense and offense at the same time, you're protecting and you're pursuing. But if you're only pursuing and not protecting right. your stuff, you get like ferocious. Right. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> we had to stop the game. So, um, <laughs> Yes, that's the trick. Sometimes I let, if the game is too slow, I'll just let the leaders come in mm -hmm. and try to pop them. If you have kind of those young buck leaders, be careful because sometimes they'll even get a little <laughs> too violent. So be real careful on that game of like, hey, 
Like, don't go overboard. Right. But the last person standing with their balloon intact is the winner. If you buy enough glow-in-the-dark balloons, you could play a couple rounds, get some fun music going. You have the glow lights going. It's a good time. So second game, glow-in-the-dark dodgeball. And it's great with these glow-in-the-dark gator skins. Do you want to know a cheap hack, though, that I did before I had glow-in-the-dark gator skins? Tyler, if you're listening, thank you so much. I had an intern <laughs> named Tyler once and he basically milked highlighters and <laughs> put them like we had these like dodgeballs that were kind of spongy yeah. and he took a highlighter apart and he squoze the highlighter <laughs> juice out and spread it around the ball. He milked a highlighter. He okay. did. And it worked. It was very glowy. Um, so if you do get the glow in the dark gator skins, you're going to save yourself some highlighter milking that you're not going to have to do. Another trick for that is make sure you expose them to super bright light before mm. your game. So if they've been in your game closet yeah. and then you bring them out, they're going to be kind of like womp womp. So get them next to something really bright and uh, glow in the dark dodgeball. You could do that till you're done. Right. Like you can play tons of so rounds. So what do you, how do you uh, use like a line? Like, does that like, does painter's tape oh, show up or I'm glad you brought that up. Another purchase. Shoot. Make that five. I forgot about glow in the dark tape. Okay. We use that to tape off. They're specifically our glow in the dark. There tape. is. Okay. We'll put so, it in the description below. Yeah. Glow in the dark paint or tape. Um, Black light tape. You're confusing the listeners. You are. Comment below if you're confused and tell us whose fault it is. <laughs> okay, so then you can play glow in the dark scatterball. Um, so you might want to like go scatterball, balloon game, you know, so it's not two dodgeball yeah. games right in a row. And if but. you guys need the instructions of any of these games, I think we've done these all in other episodes. But if you guys just just want these email us at ministrycoachpodcast at gmail.com and we'll send you the PDF for these specific games for this specific glow-in-the-dark event. Specifically. Very specifically. Specific. Specific. Pacific. So then glow-in-the-dark scatterball, that is another every-man-for-himself kind of game. So if you have possession of the ball, you can take two steps and then you have to throw it. If you hit someone, they're not necessarily out, but they do have to take a knee. They're down on the ground. If they are able to get a hold of a ball and hit someone who is standing, it's like they swap places. The stander sits, the sitter stands. But if the you, sitter, if he gets one, he can't stand to throw, has no. to throw from sitting or kneeling. Exactly. So I like to clear the board every few minutes to say like, all right, for the next 60 seconds you're in. But if if you're still sitting at the end of 60 seconds, you're out for good. And that just helps because otherwise the game can just sometimes get a little long. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one standing is the winner. So that's a really fun one. Um, and sometimes in between the games, I like to do another just dance. I think <laughs> it keeps it like um, not energy. just going from like game to game to game to game. And it, yeah, it keeps it high energy. And then one thing I love to do to encourage kids to dance, because most of my kids love to dance. You have a few that are like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing that. So we walk around with candy or have candy on the stage. And if we see kids like bust in a move, like doing a great job, we give them candy. We throw candy out from the stage. It's just like a fun hype few minutes, yeah. I guess you could say. So then those are all the games. 
At that point, they're probably pretty hungry. So what we're going to do is go and have some pizza. You can open your snack shack, hang out, and then kids can start getting in their pajamas, brushing their teeth, doing that whole thing. And then we meet again in the auditorium and we watch a movie. So there's a, it's sometimes really hard to pick a movie for your youth group. And I notice in um, like a lot of social media groups for youth pastors, they have a really hard time. Right. Uh, finding it movies goes from all ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a classic is Nacho Libre. I think at this point, probably most of the kids haven't seen it because it's so old. Or Princess Bride. That was always another one that was so commonly could used. They, could they appreciate that kind of I would humor hope now? So. Princess Bride. I, unpopular opinion, I'm not a huge fan. Hmm. I'm going to get a lot of unsubscribed people <laughs> right now, but I, I, I kind of wonder if you're even a Christian at this I point. I kind of wonder that too. Just pick a movie that's going to be obviously clean, but good for your group. Some people want to have like a very spiritual remember the Titans or no, not them facing the giants. I feel like it's the same movie. I don't, I don't facing think the I've giants. Is that what it them. is? I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, or or do you want something more like Disney or, you know, whatever. You know your group. You know what they're going to like, hopefully. I know. And there's so many movies that's like, you're so funny, but just a little like Hot Rod is like, you were almost <laughs> a good youth group movie. But, but inappropriate. Right. And that's why like Nacho Libre, I, you're so consistently funny and I can't think of one bad part, you know? And so... That I wish there were more movies like that. So I don't know if you have any ideas, you can comment. But and then we go to bed. So we have the girls obviously sleeping in one area with female leaders, boys sleeping in another area with male leaders, and then the kids go to sleep. And then a bonus if you have budgeted for it, if you want to do a fun cereal bar in the morning, um, I would go to Costco and just see what they had and get a bunch of milk and cereal, bowl spoons, and we would have a little breakfast in the morning before the parents pick them up. I don't think it's a necessary thing. I don't think parents expect like, my kid hasn't had breakfast at 7.30 on a Saturday. Like, I don't think anyone's expecting. It's more just like a little extra fun thing if you want. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Timeline, what time are they going to bed roughly? Um, We like to try to get to bed about one okay you know 12 one somewhere around there starting time around eight oh seven seven p.m mm-hmm. and then okay so it's about five or six hours of wearing them out and then they go to bed well part of that is the movie so like say you did all the games the party the food all of that from like seven to like ten thirty, mm-hmm. and then or seven to ten and then they get ready for bed you start a movie at ten thirty. That goes till 1230. They're in bed by one, you know, and that movie is a good way to wind them down too. exactly. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because some of you guys are like, ah, movie schmovie. Maybe we just like go straight to bed. No, you need to get them tired. So an ideal situation would be seven to 10 party, 10 to 10, 30 PJs, getting your sleeping bag, doing all that kind of stuff. Then 1030 to 1230 is the movie, you know, but you can adjust that if you're like, I want to go to bed at midnight, not right. one, you know. Um, or later. Yeah, you could do whatever. So up to you. But that is the Glover Nighter. It is a super easy, fun event. The kids look forward to it every year. And yeah, it's a it's a smash. How do you, you said you girls are in one area, boys are in another area. 
in the same big room? No. Okay, because no. that's what it sounded like. No. Glad I clarified. Glad you clarified. <laughs> okay, no. So we do usually put the boys in the junior high room. Why? Because that's my room. And if you, they destroy it, there's no one to complain to but myself. If I put the boys in a children's classroom or an auditorium, you better believe, sorry, not to be like sexist, but they <laughs> are pretty destructive. And so I don't want to answer to anyone about them. Then the girls, they're, they can be destructive, but not <laughs> in the same kind of way. So um, we put More them- More emotionally destructive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to each other. <laughs> to each other. And that doesn't leave any marks on the walls, so we don't care. <laughs> Just marks on your soul. So anyways- <laughs> Um, so we put them in the children's classrooms. We usually ha have to split them up between a couple children's classrooms because those are smaller rooms, okay. but yeah, that's how we do it. And you just need to make sure you have a good ratio for adults to kids. So I always think 10 to one is pretty safe. If you can do that for every 10 students have one adult, that's usually what the professional camps do. I think theirs is even a little lower, like mm. eight or nine to one you know, if you go to camp, but yeah, somewhere around there, eight to 10 to one is okay. a good ratio for any event, any camp, whatever you end up doing. And why are they called lock-ins? That's the most like punishment sounding name. That sounds like, oh, do you don't want to go to lock-in? It sounds like detention. Yeah. Like they're going to lock you in this room. You got to stay there all night. I don't call it a lock-in. I didn't even. But why are they even called lock-ins? Because we're like in the church and you're not leaving. Like we're staying at the church for like basically 12 hours. I feel like people should rename that event. To, I don't know. To whatever. To the Glover Nighter. We just <laughs> did it. Whether it's glowing or not. We did it. Gonna lock you in. All right, let's do a question of the day, which is what is a food that you hated as a kid that you love now as an adult? Pretty much every single vegetable. <laughs> I, that's all I eat. I love vegetables. I mean, I guess I liked them as a kid, but you want to know what... Okay, yes. and I can't say I spoke from experience as a kid, but every time we would play a game, it'd be like, would you rather eat sushi? That's what mine is. It is? Well, I was afraid of it. I don't think I necessarily right. hated it because I never tried it, but the idea it like, of it. It was like, ew, they right. eat raw fish. And so it would be like a would you rather kind of thing of like, what's the grossest thing you can think of? sushi yeah. but now that's my absolute favorite food. i know i could here. eat it for breakfast lunch and dinner 365 so yeah i guess sushi you know that was i love 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 it yeah um that's what mine would be i was just too afraid to ever eat it and my parents it was didn't too eat afraid it. I was too afraid. It like it, well, it may have been too afraid, too, if it was still alive. I thought you were referring to yourself as an it. It was too afraid to eat it. <laughs> yeah, so I my parents never had it. Um, it wasn't a part of our... I feel like our... sushi didn't become super mainstream until, like, late 90s, early 2000s, in my world, anyways. Well, either way, my parents never did it. So I didn't have sushi until I was in my 20s. Your dad still doesn't. Every no. time we eat, but he it. said he claims he's had it, but no, I don't believe him. He always goes, "Oh, you're gonna eat bait." Yeah, mm. and he'll say it 15 times until you acknowledge it. All right, well, let's do a review. This Yay! is from our podcast, and this is from Kobe four one three one. He says, "Awesome," or he or she, but says, "Awesome." Make sure you check this out. It's great. Would definitely recommend it to everyone. 
Thank you, Kobe. I probably would recommend it to youth pastors, but you can go ahead and recommend <laughs> no, it to everyone. Everyone. No, thank you. Appreciate that so much. If they like so to laugh, much. if they like to talk about food, sushi, ministry, glow in the dark, and or black lights. Glow in the dark lights. So if that's everyone, then yeah, you guys will love it. No, we thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Make sure you check out the shopping list that's located in the description below. And if you want a copy of the PDFs of the instructions for all the games we talked about, email us at ministrycoachpodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, we'll see you next time. time.